right, thanks for tuning in to NL Newsday here on this Friday, May the 28th. This music might be a, a little too happy based on uh, the conversations we're having here today. And, well, that's what I'm going to continue to do here. So uh, can, just to, to add on to the conversations around the brutal discovery at the Kamloops Residential School, the bodies of 215 children found there, and it's believed that more bodies will be discovered as time rolls on. It's a story that has really rocked the nation with the story reaching far beyond just Kamloops and far beyond British Columbia. Uh, during the news conference today with Cook P. Roseanne Kasmer, a reporter based in Toronto but representing a news agency in Spain, was on the line just to give a little bit of a glimpse into how far reaching this news truly is. For a little bit more reaction, uh, pleased to welcome to the program now the Special Advisor to the President on Indigenous Matters at Thompson Rivers University. He is Sequetmik and from Adams Lake First Nations Band, Paul Michelle. Paul, thank you so much for, for your time. I guess, how are you right now as we all deal with this news today? Yeah, it was, it was pretty shocking, the news. So I'll just quickly introduce myself. So White the White Tap, Paul Michelle, Nekmosisquest, my name's Paul Michelle, and I am the Special Advisor to the President on Indigenous Matters at Thompson Rivers University, and I'm the former Chief of Adams League Band. Yeah, my initial reaction was uh, just just shocking. It was just so horrific hearing the news. Uh, really, uh, hearts go out to the... It's going to be over 215 innocent children uh, really buried without ceremony, dignity, and respect. So it was. it's just... Uh, I share with our president at Thompson Rivers University and our faculty and staff. It's deep sorrow, but there, there's a really need to find more truth around uh, exactly the, what happened on this tragic, uh, tragic event. Mm -hmm. uh, a lot of people that we've talked to today, not really surprised that this discovery was made. Maybe there's a little bit of shock in terms of just how many bodies and how many kids we are talking about here. But this is something that has long been believed to have been there for quite some time. And I guess this really just confirms what a lot of people have, have, have you know, long believed has taken place. And, and now they have confirmation. Yes, uh, both my mom and dad went to the Camel Union Residential School. And uh, in fact, my dad was the first high school graduate in 1950 from Camel Union Residential School. And my mom graduated the next year, 1951, with a class of three. So I have a long uh, history and knowledge of this residential school and uh, actually grew up in a teacherage right near the school because my dad became uh, the first Sequatmuk teacher to teach at a residential school. Um, it is, it is, uh, it's just tragic hearing this. And there was, I don't think the, the, the stories that we heard, uh, was such a large number of 215 innocent children buried. Both your parents, as you mentioned, went, went to Kamloops residential school. I mean, does this change the way you might look back at their time there at all? I mean, obviously it's not something that you look back with any sort of pleasure or, or anything like that, but does this, you know, change the way that, that maybe you pictured this time there? Uh, no, our family's been fairly honest uh, with this. Uh, you know, really the the residential school is equivalent to a concentration camp. It's equivalent to an internment camp. It's, a, it's equivalent to a prison. And um, the wonder, uh, there is some sequemoke, and you see elders and other First Nations that went there, they can share happy experiences of their residential school, which is what they will have to say to survive in, in, in their mind, heart, and soul. 
but uh, uh, by and large, it's uh, residential school was always a, a place of uh, hurt and sorrow and and darkness for for my people. Mm-hmm. Um, is this? I know this is really, really tough, and it's not something I, I want to be seeing and, and want to be talking about, but it's important, right, that we do talk about the history and look back at what occurred in our country here in Canada. A lot of times people don't want to accept the history that First Nations people within our country have had to deal with over the course of, of history, and, and really up till today as well, right? We continue to deal with reconciliation and racism and all these issues that continue to plague our country here in Canada. Uh, but, you know, do you look at this as an opportunity to, to learn and teach now moving forward? I mean, a lot of times people need to see the real evidence of what took place to totally grasp it, and, you know, as sad as it is, this is tangible experience that we can see of just how brutal things were yeah there was many leaders that addressed this and uh by by the 2015 truth and reconciliation the commission report calls to action like or senator uh, murray sinclair a, a wonderful indigenous leader did healing circles across canada and his report talks about a cultural genocide uh, amongst our people and uh, and he talks about the truth, the brutal truth, and uh, and the healing. And and he put this upon all Canadians. This isn't just for Indigenous to understand what happened. This is a responsibility for all Canadians, in all levels: uh, federal government, provincial government, municipalities, uh, private industry. Uh, just it's a responsibility for all Canadians to to understand the the brutal brutality of the residential school uh, on innocent children, uh, in innocent indigenous children. And, uh, and then the reconciliation, it's, it's everyone's responsibility for that reconciliation so we don't ever uh, go backwards and repeat this uh, racism and uh, genocide upon the people. There was lots of reactions in Canada on his report when when Murray Sinclair, uh, Senator Murray Sinclair said, cultural genocide. And and our Indigenous leaders, we said, you know, wow, that's not strong enough, but um, that's what he wrote, but we know it was genocide. I mean, it is, it is genocide uh, when you're talking about piling 215 children uh, in, in, in a burial site, uh, uh, not being buried within their home communities. It's its tragic, and we need to learn the truth as Canadians. But we need to come together, and how do we how do we connect together in the future? I know Thompson Rivers University, uh, with our leadership on President Brett Fairbairn, has uh, worked with a vision to our university, and it's, it, we respect the uh, concept of Sequatmoktin uh, concept of Kosout Nows that we're all connected and related. So, so that helps to 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 move us forward. Is there um, a role, do you think, for Thompson Rivers University to to play now moving forward within this? I know this is, um, you know, the Sequatmoktin people are going to be leading the way. Uh, when it comes to how to move forward, how to deal with this current uh, discovery and the situation as it unfolds, the investigation that is ongoing. But is there anything that, that TRU can can do with this information now that it exists, now that we have uh, a little bit of knowledge into 
what took place, and, and we're going to continue to get more, right? This is really the early stages of this discovery, and, and we're going to find out a whole lot more. But just as the special advisor to the president on Indigenous matters, is there a role for, for TRU here? Yes, most definitely. Like, even our sentiment uh, from the president today is talking about our deep sorrow <clears throat> for what happened. But uh, as Canadians, we need to go more than that. We need to really say it, it, is, it, is, it is humble to be sorrowful, but we also need to seek truth. And as an education institution, we need to, we need to address that and, and to challenge our researchers and challenges, uh, challenge all of the ones that are looking into this horrific uh, mass burial uh, site at the Calisthenian Residential School. And when you seek truth, uh, you, really, you really need to, to look, to, you know, it is, it, the major questions is, is it 215 or is it more? Mm -hmm. And the other second major question is, is this something that is not a one-off in Canada? Is this something that we may discover in, in, in more residential schools across Canada? So I think Canada is shaken by this because uh, the, really the sentiment is it's, it's doubtful that this was the only residential school that had such a mass burial site. Yeah, I, I, I kind of anticipate that we might hear similar stories like this in other parts of the country. Uh, obviously, the, the federal government is going to be listening to, to what leaders have to say here and, and reacting to this specific incident here in Kamloops. But what uh, is there anything that you're looking to from, from a government level, whether it's at the federal level, to respond to, to what we're seeing here today? I know we've seen apologies from prime ministers in the past, but that, uh, you know, to me doesn't seem to go very far. What What do you think is the the reaction that maybe you you hope to see from our elected officials our elected leaders within this country as they react and respond to this news coming out of Kamloops and what i anticipate will be coming out of other parts of this country as we move forward yeah what it is it's i mean you know we've heard that from the past we've heard the apologies to residential school uh in the past from our from our federal leaders and uh we've heard apologies from our ministries of indian affairs uh um, but uh, what always is appreciated is working in partnership with Indigenous. The Indigenous, the Indigenous have ceremony, so we can, we have ways that we can deal with uh, the loss and the spiritual loss and the, and um, our innocent children disrespected. We have ceremony for that. Uh, but uh, but when we're doing that, uh, we want uh, our allies to to just allow our space and time in Canada. Lots of times we don't, we're not given that. And, uh, and, and it's not our, it's not only the indigenous to bear. This is uh, Canada's, uh, this yeah. is Canada's shameful history. Mm -hmm. And it is important to know as Canadian citizens that we all have a responsibility to, to reconcile this. Paul, I, I really appreciate you taking the time to, to come on and speak to me here. And I know that, you know, your family does have a connection to the Kamloops Residential School itself with, with both your parents coming through that school. Um, so I really appreciate you taking the time to, to speak to me and to speak a little bit to your family story here as well. Um, just anything else that, that you wanted to add onto this conversation? Yeah, I just have a, a small comment. I think we're going to be challenged by this federally and provincially because... Uh, 
uh, the, the usual way is to get maybe the RCMP to investigate. I think this is beyond that. I don't think uh, there's not that level of trust with uh, our Indigenous uh, on community. It's going to have to be uh, in, an in, international tribunal will have to be included in this uh, examination so we can get to, we can dig deep and get the truth. Thank you so much, Paul. I, I really appreciate the time. It's uh, not an easy day for sure. So, um, you know, thoughts and prayers for sure. Uh, but really appreciate you taking the time. Thank you so much for this. And uh, hopefully you can enjoy a Friday here. Great. Coach Jam, thank you. Thank you. That's Paul Michelle. He is the special advisor to the president on Indigenous matters at Thompson Rivers University and former chief of the Adams Lake Band. I really appreciate him taking the time to come on and provide his uh, thoughts into what we're seeing and what we're dealing with here in Kamloops here today. Uh, 215 kids, the bodies discovered at the Kamloops Residential School. Uh, they were discovered on, on the weekend, and uh, we, we really were made aware of the issue yesterday um, publicly, and we're seeing this story now make its way right across this nation and, and even beyond. And we'll, we'll see you know, what the fallout is here. I, I hope we see some momentum come from this, some change, some real important and hard conversations and you know, I'm doing that here today as much as I can, and it hasn't been a fun day by any means, but a day that is important to not forget. I, I was even talking earlier today, actually, with uh, some, some of my colleagues in our newsroom here, and just, you know, one of the things that still baffles me, and I know that uh, the school system's working to change it a little bit, but just the lack of education that we in this country have received, you know, in our in our standardized school programs... When it comes to the history of First Nations people within our own country, we just haven't had enough of a priority put on it. I was saying uh, to Colton earlier off the air, you know, I've heard about World War One and World War Two, and, you know, it's important to learn those histories, but maybe it would also be good to learn about the history of what's going on in our own backyard over the past number of years. I mean, the last residential school system closed in Canada in, what, 1996? This is such recent history, and yet sometimes to me it feels like it's ancient past, and that's just not the case. So I'm hoping that uh, things change. Like I said, I know that those within our our uh, school system are working to change some of the educational practices that happen in relation to, um, you know, First Nations people in our country and, and make uh, our, our young ones more aware of what happened in our own backyard. And I just hope that we see that momentum continue. And this is a conversation based on what we're seeing here today that just needs to grow and needs to be compiled on top of. And, and I hope that this is just a, a starting point to be able to do that. Not news anyone wants to do. Not news that anyone wants to, to find, right? But sometimes when you seek answers, you don't always like what you find. But that's the truth. And that's where we're at here today.